So did you put your back did you put your bracket in rice? Um okay, first and foremost, fuck you. Okay. <laughs> let's just start there. Um let's just start there. Since this is where we're going to begin the show, we, we might as well just start by saying this. Um first and foremost, everybody, I want to say thank you all for joining us live on stereo for the YBAB Sports Desk. This is episode 27, ladies and gentlemen. 27 weeks y'all have listened to us talk sports and all that. So I hope you are entertained. Um, But this episode is going to be a little bit different um, because I have tears in my eyes right now as I record with Q because boy, oh boy, um, the brackets don't look too good right now. Um, since, Since the brackets don't look too good. Before I get into it, you know, Q's going to mute himself because nobody want to hear him popping chips in the background and making drinks and shit. So, you know, I, I just want to say this. Let me make a precursor to this show by saying the following. First and foremost, um, you are listening to the Young Black and Bald podcast, the sports edition, episode 27. Um, the title is called Earthquake Airballs because a lot of those happened all over the place with this fucking bracket and with this tournament. With that being said, yeah, um, it, it was pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, it, it was pretty bad. Um, I want to, you know, shout out to my brother Q for joining me every week for the last 27 weeks, ladies and gentlemen, 27 straight weeks outside of one where we talk sports. So, you know, Q, thank you for not only being, you know, the, the pilot and co-pilot of this, because, you know, it's not, it's not a pilot co-pilot thing. It's more so we, we, we run the ship the way we want to. And I like I like the way that this works. I like the way I the sports do. does work. I do too. Um, I feel like we, we may integrate, you know, if stereo allows people to have conversations with more than two people, we may be auditioning the third person to just jump in and shoot the shit with us every once in a while. I think that would be fun to have, you know, a third person to, you know, help us with the madness that is sports every fucking week, Q. But saying that to say this, um, I wanted to start the show off first and foremost by saying rest in peace to Elgin Baylor, who died at 86. Um, which is absolutely crazy. Um, it's you know I don't want to make uh, a memoriam every week <clears throat> to someone who passes away, but it's important to highlight not only our legends but our fallen, both you know in old age, being slain or anything like that, because these are people who are pivotal, you know, pivotal, and a lot of people don't really know who Elgin Baylor or some of the people we actually speak of are. So. I wanted to, you know, send my condolences to his family. Um, more importantly, you know, just whenever we talk sports, Q, when we talk about the greats and the legends, I feel like Elgin Baylor, he didn't get enough recognition. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. And, uh, and not only is he a basketball legend, an NBA legend, he's also a DC legend. He went to, yeah. you know, he, he went to Spring On, went to Spring On High School and turned, and he was one of the founding fathers uh, that turned Spring On into a powerhouse in D.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah. you know, it, I, I I was driving to pick up pick up the kids from school today, and mm-hmm. that came you know that came about. And I was like, whoa, okay. yeah. It, if if it proves one thing, Q, um, you and I talked about this over the past couple of weeks. Um, we're actually getting up there in age ourselves. Now, when we say getting up there, we're we're still not thirties, but it just goes to show how quick life goes by. And a lot of people really take this shit for granted. 
So, you know, I just wanted to just let people know, like, live life now, because um, you don't know what the fuck possibly happened in the day, the hour, the minute, the second. Like, anything can happen and you could be gone. Um, yeah. With saying that, um, you know, <clears throat> back to the, the sports aspect of it, um, I personally feel like Elgin Baylor was kind of like the lost Laker. Like, whenever we talk Los Angeles Lakers, like, He's always like absent off these lists, which I think is it's very weird because um, we know for a fact that like now LeBron is going to kind of like surpass him when it comes to like Lakerdom, which I, I think is it's crazy to me knowing that like Elgin Baylor, like 22 years, bro. 22 years. And it just feels like a lot of people don't pay enough attention to like the legends and not even just just people of the past. And this is not in just sports, but like life in general, we don't actually pay homage to the people that were there and we don't give them the flowers while they're there. So when they're gone and people don't recognize them, we're just like, what happened? What happened? Who was this person? Q for the first time ever. Um, I, you know, I feel like a lot of people don't even like realize that there's so much history that we're missing out on Q history is caught up on us. Um, again, on Twitter, someone said, and I quote, what are burnt CDs or what are burned CDs? <laughs> burnt CDs is what got me through, is what got me through undergrad. <laughs> yeah. Um, we have officially gotten to the point in life, Q, where people don't know what burned CDs are. That's when I knew something was completely off. Like, you know, we're, we're kind of off our axis when it called, you know, when it comes to like life. And I get it like, you know. It's 2021. There are people who were born in 2000 that can drink now or are drinking now, which is insane to think about. But I mean, it is what it is. Um, but in saying that, Q, I, I want to get into the sports desk this week. But before I do that, I have one other rest in peace that I wanted to you know, speak on, which is Catherine Diaz, who was killed by a lightning strike while surfing. Um, I wasn't too familiar because I'm not a big fan of surfing and like water sports like that. However, right. This story was it was kind of weird to me. Um, she is considered one of El Salvador's top surfers. Um, she passed away on Friday after she was hit in a lightning strike during a training session near her home. Um, that it, it's it's so weird, man. Because with, with these sports like that, um, TMZ brought this up. It wasn't ESPN. It wasn't, you know, any sports channel. And she's supposed to be like one of the top surfers in the world, not just in El Salvador. And they have yet to mention this, um, which is why I wanted to talk. You know, I, I want to actually talk about the NCAA tournament, but I, I was going to let a couple more people join in first, because the reason why I wanted to bring this up specifically, Q, was the treatment of women in sports. Um um, you know, last week we did the whole tournament thing, you know, back and forth. Right. And then you sent me that message about what happened with these locker room situations. Um, I, I don't want to, I don't want to start there because I feel like that's going to be like a 30 minute thing. And I feel like everybody needs to hear it, but just not yet. Not yet. I, I don't think we're there when it comes to that. So do you want to get NBA out of the way or do you want to get the NFL <clears throat> out of the way? Uh, we can go to the NFL. Okay, so the NFL, not much has happened, luckily, um, but the NFL is pretty much just, you know, still going through the wave wire, picking up people, you know, 
Kyle Rudolph got picked up by the Giants. Um, everybody's really concerned on what that means for Evan Ingram. Um, how do you feel, Q? I look at it this way. Excuse me. The, the NFL uses – there are a lot of teams that use two tight end sets. Um, mm-hmm. And the other thing about um, Evan Ingram is he can't stay healthy. Mm-mm. He can't stay healthy. So I, 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 I think a lot of the signings that the Giants made, especially when um, signing Kenny Galladay, um, those are great moves. Those are great yeah. moves. That is <clears throat> building around your quarterback. And we know that yep. you know, Danny Dimes, you know, Daniel Jones is entering his third season. Um and he needs weapons. You know, yeah. he didn't he didn't have any he he had a few weapons, you know, Darius Darius Slayton is a stud. And yeah. um but Golden Tate was washed. And, um, uh, you know, the running back was injured. It tore his ACL. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I, you know, last week I said, you know, when Washington signed Ryan Fitzpatrick, that they're going to win the division. Because, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I mean, just look at, Look at his stats from last season. He was the seventh-rated, seventh-highest. He had the seventh-highest QBR in the league last year. Yeah. Um, and you know he's a gunslinger. You, you know, there's there's good and there's bad with Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, mm-hmm. He can, you know, he can have a game where he throws for five touchdowns, and then he can turn around the next game and throw four interceptions. I mean, that's just who he is at this point. Um, but now that now that uh, Washington has help for Terry McLaurin on on the on the edge with um, with them signing Curtis Samuel, they have mm-hmm. a quarterback that's going to get the ball to them. Um, the don't sleep on the Giants. The Giants yeah. offense. The Giants offense is going to be one to watch next year. I mean, this this yeah. coming season. It's going to be one to watch. Because he now because da- Daniel Jones now has some legitimate weapons. Yeah. Um and for Evan Ingram, better this is your wake up call to hey, whatever mm-hmm. you're whatever you need to do in the off season to get your body right, to get your body ready to stand up to 16 games next season, uh you know, in the fall, do it. Yeah, that means changing your diet. That means mm-hmm. uh, losing some weight or, you know, whatever. You need to do it because if you don't, you got yeah. Kyle Rudolph who is proven to stay healthy. He can stay healthy mm-hmm. over the course of the season. And, you know, even though he's now in his, in his early 30s, he's still yeah. a contributor. Yeah. I, I think what when it comes to I absolutely agree with you. I'm, this isn't even a butt situation. I'm actually just going to piggyback off what you're saying. Um, with the NFL, it feels like it is a like the t- the tight end position specifically is a white dominated like it's it's a white a white dominated position if you want to call it that. Um, I would say roughly like th- three of the top ten tight ends are white. 
and they're at the top of that list. Um, I'm talking of obviously Kelsey. We have um, what's our boy? Um, not not even Gronkowski. What's the other guy's name? So we got Titans. So me, I'm thinking like the Hunter Henrys of the world, the Travis Kelseys. Uh, this is the other. I cannot remember his name. I always end up missing him in fantasy football, though. I cannot. If you can think of his name, um, yeah, we got Logan uh, Thomas. Let's think, think of let's Logan, think of Logan Thomas. Logan Thomas. Um, so I guess what I'm trying to say here is like a lot of the tight ends that are the best tight ends in the league just happen to be white. So when you are a you know a good tight end like Evan Ingram is, I, I feel like you have to kind of prove yourself at this point. Um, just like any other role, but tight end specifically. The reason why is because tight end, like I said, is a for as long as I can remember, a a white playing role when it comes to people who think like the Greg Olsons are like the Hall of Famers and shit like that. They don't go down the list of <clears throat> black tight ends who are just like elite, elite, elite. And if they are elite, they are already in the Hall of Fame. And it's not many. So there's that. But Evan Ingram, he's up there. Like Evan Ingram every year, regardless of quarterback, could be a top five tight end. Same thing with Jordan Reed. I feel like Jordan Reed every year, Q, if, if he Jordan, can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. Go ahead. Of course. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Like, look at look at what Darren Darren Waller did in in Diego say in Oakland in Las Vegas last year. He was I mean, he had games where he had more yardage and more touchdowns than Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I, I really hope that and Q, the other one I was thinking about was George Kittle. So just right now, when you rank like by PPR, when it comes to like fantasy tight ends, like the top five are white. They have um, Mark Andrews. You know, he's at number four. You have Zach Ertz, Darren Waller and Evan Ingram are five and six. Then you have Tyler Higbee, Hunter Henry, Gronkowski, Noah Fant, Hayden Hurst, Austin Hooper, uh, Mike Gusecki. Um, Then the next black one on that list is Jared Cook. And then even then he is at what fourteen, and then next black per, you know, you know, type in is Eric Ebron, then Johnu Smith, and then it just starts getting real dicey at that point. The fact that Greg Olson's still in the top thirty is wild to me, but and he, he produced and, and last he, year, and he, he did, and now he's retired. I mean, but yeah. look at also um, look at the, the tight end in in, um, in Cleveland, David Joke. Exactly. You notice he's not on that list. The reason why is obviously injuries, injury prone, and he tried to have a holdout year. But what they do is what I've learned in that position specifically. You can try to hold out. They will let you go. Mm-hmm. They will. They're like, wait a minute. I can go and get me a six, eight white tight end from any fucking where from Nebraska or something. And you know what? They're going to play. Mm-hmm. That, that's what Mike uh, Mike Gusecki and Austin Hooper think about it Austin Hooper ended up signing with Cleveland and taking over Njoku's position and, and Joku wanted to trade and he was like no why would we trade you like you, you can't do a holdout if you're already just going to get injured they knew for a fact that he was going to be injured the reason why not taking care of his body and it happens every year for him so you know I guess without going on a long tangent about that Q um, what I'm saying is I personally like I think Evan Ingram, this is the put up or shut up year. The same way you said it, this you have to prove yourself because now you know they they didn't go and draft a tight end 
that you know for a fact you're going to beat out for that first year that you know what do you call it the prove it year if you want to call mm-hmm. it that for that rookie mm-hmm. tight end they said mm-hmm. we're gonna get a proven tight end and <clears> the <throat> moment you fuck up or you get injured you're replaceable yeah and I, I don't know i don't know how it works historically q when it comes to um the free agent market coming from the giants but i can't remember the last big name q that came from the titan when well, i'm not the titans from the giants and got a big contract after, you know, being on a losing team, which is the New York Giants. I can't remember it. Yeah. I mean, no. Like me, I know this is going to be a very wild statement, too, but you and I mentioned this uh, during uh, the season. Um, Saquon Barkley, I, I feel as though um, his stock has dropped, not as significantly as um, homeboy from Dallas, but his stock is kind of it's kind of low right now. It's to me personally, it's kind of low. Somebody else might say differently. I'm just going to say I think it's pretty low. But I mean, he definitely has something to prove. He has to. Yeah. Now, now, now he has to prove that he's that he can stay healthy. I mean, yeah. you know, ACL is an ACL, but but now he has to he, he got to prove that he can that he can withstand, you know, withstand a full season, or he's going to yeah. end up like or he's going to like end up like Todd Gurley and basically out of the league. Yep. It's crazy to look at, like, when you, the way you, I see, like, even with running backs, um, they are shooting a lot of people bail for these injuries, and I don't think they should. For example, when I look at the top 10 running backs to start 2020, and looking back at that entire season, I'm like, yo, this, this shit looks kind of dicey. The top 10 Q were Christian McCaffrey, Saquon, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Clyde's Edward Hilaire, Austin Eckler, Joe Mixon, and Nick Chubb. And out of that top five, the only one that really lasted the entire season, shockingly, was Dalvin Cook. Exactly. That and one Kamara. was... And Kamara. And Kamara. But I, I, I think Kamara's issue was Taysom Hill. <laughs> and God forbid, like, that. I don't even want to speak that man's name. I, I fucking hate that guy so much. Um, but he did help my uh, my ESPN leagues for at least five weeks to get me into the playoffs. But then, obviously, you know, when I needed him the most, I couldn't play him. So there's that. But, you know, w- without going into a tangent too much, um, moving right along. Q, the topic we didn't want to talk about when it comes to the NFL, we have to talk about. Deshaun Watson. Um, you and I, we touched on this on a non-recorded episode. <laughs> it might go into it like a bonus episode or something like that. Because I feel like certain things, people won't have to pay for that content. That That is content that, you know, we got our honest thoughts and opinions out there. And, I mean, these are our honest opinions as well. But it's certain things that it's like they have to go behind a paywall for a certain reason. So you can definitely check out YBAB Premium if you want to hear those thoughts. Um, I just wanted to touch on a couple of things that I learned since we had recorded that episode. So, um, one cue, I did not know that the lawyer was actually the owner McNair's neighbor. Um, did not know this. Yeah. Um, secondly, Q, <laughs> I did not know that it wasn't a criminal case, but it's a civil case. And to me personally, I feel like that's a red flag. Um, we, I did not know that at all. If you if you have any thoughts, let me know. Um, I mean, you know, today it came out that five more women filed lawsuits. Filed lawsuits. Uh, one of the lawsuits said that he committed. One of one of the one of the acts just, just this month, 
Um, I think one story was that one of the lawsuits stated that he went to the masseuse's house um, and then he ejaculated like and then started mm-hmm. and then started beating off. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I, like, like they've turned over, they've turned, <clears throat> you know, they've turned over evidence to, to the, um, to the police in Houston. I, I, I don't know. I, I, the fact that the, that they're civil, that these are civil cases and not criminal cases, you know mm-hmm. that 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 that's telling, but. I don't know. Like, but like, like, like I said last week, if it comes about that he did these acts, um, then he needs to be out of the league. Yeah, I um, absolutely agree. But it's it's just real, real shady right yep. now because we everybody in the world knows that. Deshaun Watson wants to get the hell out of Houston, and mm-hmm. if I'm if I'm a big time player, I don't want to play in Houston. I mean, look, look, yep. since James Harden since James Harden was traded, the Rockets have lost twenty one straight games. Twenty one, and a lot of that that start you know when Christian Wood went down. That's when the, that's when the losing streak started, and now he's back. He's been back for two games. And they're still mm-hmm. losing. Yep. And they're still losing. Hey, if I'm Victor Oladipo, yeah, trade me now. Trade now. me. Trade me. Don't let me be on this team after Thursday. Mm-hmm. Because he's a free agent after the season. He's not going to resign to Houston because Houston is clearly a rebuilding team. Yep. And that's shocking. And that's shocking to say. That, like, that's... That right there is, is the absolute shock because over the past 10 years, Houston has been associated with the playoffs. Every year. And every, years, yes. every year. And for five of those, and for four of those years, they were a title contender. They were one game away. Actually, yeah, they were one game away from making it, from beating the Warriors and being in the NBA Finals. And now mm-hmm. they are a shell of themselves. Yeah. If, and like I, you know, con- they say every contract is tradable. Yeah, that was proven when when the Wizards traded for for, for Russell Westbrook and got rid of their albatross contract with John Wall. But if I'm mm-hmm. John Wall, if I'm John Wall, do I want to be stuck in purgatory like this? Nope. At Think least- about it. He was in purgatory for how many years already? Like, I mean, he was in purgatory for a while. Yeah. I mean, but at least, at least the Wizards were competitive. Mm-hmm. You know, the Wizards were competitive in the two, in the two years, in the year and a half that he was out. You see, the Wizards didn't make playoffs. Yep. Um, but if I'm John Wall, and then you see uh, uh, PJ PJ Tucker just got his ticket out of town. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm all the people and John Wall, look. Hey, trade me. If I'm, John, you know, John Wall's on the, is now entering the back end of his career, and mm-hmm. and at this point, at this point, 
it's time to go championship hunting. Yeah. Quickly. Because we don't know how many years he has left. I mean, Absolutely. Uh, he, has, he had two, two devastating injuries in two years. First the knee, yeah. first the knee, and then, and then the Achilles. I mean, he, the games that he's played in this season, he's looked very well. But when is, when is the yeah. cliff coming? When is the cliff coming? Exactly. Hey, and, his, exactly. you know, especially when his game is predicated on athleticism. Mm-hmm. How much? How much? That you know? Is he gonna? Is he gonna? Is he gonna become the next uh, Blake Griffin? And you basically can't dunk. Yep. Or you know, I mean, he he he's always gonna be. That's always gonna be a demand for the services because he's a damn good point guard. But mm-hmm. when your game is predicated on quickness and athleticism, it when you lose it, you, those, those type of players. Their games fall off a cliff fast. Exactly. Well, let's let's move on. Um, so we, we already did the Deshaun thing. I, I don't feel like we need to go into anything more. I feel like <laughs> it, it's going to come up again. Um, it feels like every day there's you know there's more and more. I think we're at twenty eight in uh, women that have come out officially. We were at twenty two on what was it on, was that Saturday? Oh, that was on Friday. So we said it would be by. 30 so i mean there's still time we got two hours so you know anything is possible but um i want to touch on a couple more nfl things and then we can hopefully you know we'll get some to them voicemails and everything like that and we'll add some more so um russell okung he converted his 13 million dollar salary into bitcoin um very wise decision because since bitcoin has went you know since it's gone up he's actually made more than his original contractors were so shout out to him for actually thinking ahead and um, I'm, I'm kind of jealous because I wish I would have got into Bitcoin when it was fucking, you know, less than a dollar. But one, one day, one day. I now, would, um, yeah, now, now it's worth 55000 <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, Q, I, I know we are not licensed professionals. We are not financial advisors. Um, but in the small case, Q, that like Dogecoin actually does anything, I, I'll just be grateful if I had five fucking Dogecoins because at $55,000, Per Dodge coin, um, I- I'd be very fucking thankful. Like, you know what? Good. College is set for the kid. Good. That- that's good. I- I'm-, I'm very happy about that. Um, when it comes to stocks, I'm not the most knowledgeable person about them, but I do, one, follow the trends. I follow people on Twitter and stuff like that. So if enough people start talking about the shit, I, I do my research, I inquire. Um, but Bitcoin, I-, I-, I kick myself every day, Q. Because when Twitter first started, I vividly remember people on Twitter in 2010 talking about, hey, you know, Dogecoin is an altcoin. People were like, what the fuck are we going to do with coins? People were treating it like the Chuck E. Cheese coin. They were like, wait, what? If, if it's not real money, like nobody's going to use that shit. And I, I'm trying to think of where we were, Q. I want to say we were, I, I can't remember. But basically, people were talking about Bitcoin. At this point, I think it was like that and maybe like two or three other coins. And people were like, well, Bitcoin, it won't be worth anything because it's just digital currency and stuff like that. At this point, Q, social media was every bit of Twitter, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, um, like blogs and Tumblr. It wasn't where you literally can close one app. You have 15 other ones you can go into. Um, Mm -hmm. So right now, digital currency is like the thing. It is the wave and it's been the wave for the past, what, five to seven years. So Mm -hmm. 
now that Bitcoin is starting to be accepted at places, um, I, I'm kicking myself about this shit because imagine knowing Q that you just had you put a dollar into something and that shit is now worth fifty five thousand dollars. Right. That's it, it's insane to think about. Um, but that that's another topic for another day. You know, when <clears throat> we decide we want to talk about stocks. But um, just know that I'm very jealous of anybody who had Bitcoin when it was low and now is sitting on, honestly, a, a nest. What, not, what do you call that? Um, what, what is that uh, that term? It's not like a nest. It's called like it's, it's a gold mine. Yeah, gold mine. it's a gold mine. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, you guys keep and hold on to that and maybe take out some. Me personally, Q, like say, for example, if I had, I'd say five Bitcoin. And we knew for a fact that each one was worth $55,000. I take out like one, maybe two. And I just leave the other one sitting. That way I know for a fact I've made my money back like quadrupled. And then quadruple mm-hmm. that. So pretty much I've made my, you know, my $1 off to what? How many? That's fucking what? $110,000 right there. I, mm-hmm. I sit that in the bank and then let the other accrue. Now, will Bitcoin ever move up to seventy five? thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars we won't know but the thing is you don't want to not know and you pull all that money out and then that shit skyrockets um we've seen this with other people talking about stocks and stuff like that oh i pulled out of this stock too soon and the next thing you know they released the iphone i remember when people were talking about that shit they were like oh yeah you know i pulled out of apple when it was like eight bucks and now it's worth i'm like yeah that's why i wouldn't pull out of tesla and shit but Moving right along, Q. Um, we talked about Hunter Henry when we were talking about the tight ends, um, but we didn't mention that he was surprised that he signed with the Patriots. I don't think anybody was surprised, Q. No, <clears throat> I, I don't think so either. I mean, just look at look at the strength, look at the strengths of the of, of Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, and you know, the Patriots decided to keep him another year, and mm. you know now. For, for Cam to have a full off season um, mm-hmm. in in Joshua Daniels' system, and they're and they're getting pieces around him that can make him a better quarterback. He just needs to throw yeah. more than eight touchdowns. Yeah, at this point he, he has to do something. Yeah, now I get it. He ain't had no weapons and shit like that. But like you, you said it all year. Even when I was high on him, I was like, oh man, Patriots gonna do it. Like <clears throat> he can only do as much as the weapons that they surround him with, and. I think by game five, Q, you, you kind of proved your point. Because the first couple games, it's like, okay, like he's getting into the groove of things. That's how I felt about it. But the further we got along in the, you know, in the season, I was like, yo, yo, Q said this shit. And, I mean, do you want to continue to throw the fucking Nikhil Harry? Like, I wouldn't. But, <laughs> I mean, that, that's a whole other story. Um, moving right along, though, um, the last piece of NFL news, because I'm ready for NCAA. Um, Russell Wilson reportedly still wants the Seahawks to sign Antonio Brown, who – they believe is staying in Tampa. Um, Russell Wilson, let me just say this to you. You have a great receiving core. I don't know what fucking else you need in order to thrive. Um, at this point, I'm, I got to start blaming Russ. Like, I get it. Like, you know, he's going to be on a ballot for Hall of Fame. Not a first ballot, but he's going to be on a ballot. My issue is what more do you, you aren't Brady. You aren't Mahomes. Um, and not a lot of people want to play in Seattle. So there's that. But you already have players that are capable and playoff caliber, no matter what. Like, mm-hmm. is it for some? I, I will give Pete Carroll his credit. He knows how to get him some receivers. I can't remember the last time Seattle didn't have good receivers. That's how long they've gone <laughs> with at least 
one to two good receivers. And with that that big stocky dude that looked like fucking young dog, I can't what is his fucking name? Um God. Doug Baldwin. I mean they ain't, ain't like Doug Baldwin, Jermaine Jermaine Curse. Exactly. Like, no, I, I'm talking about the guy this year though. I can't remember his name. He was he's beasting out all fucking year. Um opposite of uh Baldwin. God, what is his name, Q? Um he's like six eight. Oh, I can't like, even think of him right I now. Remember, I cannot remember his name, but Q, this, this man was doing... Nobody predicted that he was going to be good, this good. And what does he do? He ends up showing up the entire fucking season. And the only thing that kept the Seahawks out of the playoffs was the fact that they were losing winnable games. Mm-hmm. So at some point, we got to start focusing on, like, it, is this what Russ wants? Because he won the trade because... He had a winning team that was losing, but the games that they were losing were either between him missing throws or the kicker missing field goals. So one of the two of y'all got to go. So ho- hopefully Russ, like, you know, I don't think he needs any weapons. As long as he has, um, you know, the receiver that he has, he has uh, the one okay. game. As long as he has DK, as long as DK Metcalf, and Tyler... As long as DK Metcalf is tight lock here in Seattle, yeah, yeah, DK yeah. Metcalf was a was, DK Metcalf was a problem all season. It was a problem. Yeah, I just, so I, I don't know what more he needs. I think he he's actually good. So you know, moving right along, you know, I just wanted to touch on briefly with the NFL because we got to get to the shits, um, ladies and gentlemen. Before we get into this, we have a couple voicemails. I want y'all to get y'all shit off. If you are listening live on stereo, feel free to leave a voicemail and we will play it because when we get to this fucking NCAA bracket, it's going to be ugly. Um, so can you go ahead and hit that button for me one time while I change this title? Hold on. Here we go. Oh, they shake. Oh, I like, I kind of like this update. This new up, this new stereo update. Now you get to see who. Leaving the messages. Okay. Mm. <clears throat> Typical liberal burning down their own cities and smoking weed. Yeah, never oh. mind. <laughs> Eight. Come Okay. What you two doofuses talking about tonight? The, the trolls, the trolls. <laughs> wow, so we're a doofus. Okay, mm. that's what's up. All right, this, this last one. Hey, yo, I'm a Republican. But I fucking smoke weed. It's healthy. And fuck you. Mm. Mm-mm. That was bold. That was very bold. Shout out to Stereo for actually getting shit wrong again by letting the trolls hear. Either way, moving right along. Um, so we changed the title to Or Roberts Killed My Bracket <clears throat> because, boy, um, we're here. Um, but before we get into the brackets queue, you said you wanted to talk about this. So, damn it, we're going to talk about it. Um, can you please explain the NCAA's reasoning, logic, and excuses behind what they did to the women of the tournament when it comes to the gyms. Okay, so <clears throat> you know that the 
both tournaments, the men's and the women's tournaments, are basically playing, being played in a bubble. Mm-hmm. And um, and the men's the men's tournament, you know, the teams participating, you know, they had like decked out, um, decked out uh, uh, training areas, workout areas, and equipment, um, like catered spreads and all that. And then the women basically had um, <clears throat> workout equipment that you can buy off Amazon and box meals that I wouldn't feed to a dog. So um, one of the one of the, a player for I think it was Oregon. Yep. Africa, um, tweeted. Really, this is this is what we have to work out with. <laughs> and it became, and it became a firestorm. Um, like that tweet went viral, and there was a lot of outrage from from athletes um, saying, you know, basically look at the inequities that women athletes have to endure. Um, and you know, the president of the NCAA didn't know any <clears throat> didn't know anything about it. You know, was like oblivious. It didn't issue a didn't issue a statement to almost like full day after mm-hmm. the firestorm started. Yep. Um, and then, so you know, they quickly went into damage control and upgraded the the training facilities for the women athletes in San Antonio. Um, but what? Why did it, why did, why did they have to come to that? Mm-hmm. You know, the NCAA had one job, mm-hmm. and that was to make sure that the rate rooms were this, the same for both the men and for the men and the women. That's called Title Nine. You know, yes. <clears throat> you know, that's a Title Nine violation. Um, you know, and we can go further into that. You know, just like the swag bags that the men receive versus what the women receive, craziness. Like, <clears throat> you know, that just speaks to the disparity that women deal with in the workforce. Mm-hmm. Women, women make eighty-one cents to the dollar, eighty-one cents of what men make. Um, you know, just look at the the level of of women leading uh, leading Fortune 500 companies. Is it, you know, you know, if a woman becomes pregnant, how a woman becomes pregnant or have children, how that hurts them financially in the workforce. You know, mm-hmm. it, so it, it, it's just, you know, as a country, you know, and especially now, you know, and being highlighted even further, um, with the, with March being women's, um, you know, Women's History Month, um, we have to do better. Like the yeah. NCAA, the NCAA is a billion dollar uh, conglomerate. Yeah, actually, cartel. Um, that too. You know, they make all this money. Especially the men's tournament, all of this money um, for March Madness, 
And you couldn't you couldn't make sure that the women had adequate um, weight rooms. They gave them women too. The 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 largest weight was twenty five pounds. That shit was disgusting. Um, I yeah things I, I'm with equipment yeah. that you can buy equipment that you can buy literally buy for four hundred dollars on Amazon. Mm-hmm. You know, cater the men had cater spreads, lobster like loaded load lobster mac and cheese and 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 grilled steak. When the women they got a box, they got a pack prepackaged meal, and it looked like it looked like cute steak <laughs> mm-hmm. that didn't look attractive, tasty, or nothing. Mm-mm. But I mean, th- this is like you said, it's a disparity between, you know, women when it comes to not even just sports in real life, man. I, 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 I saw the I saw the clip. I was so disgusted. I was like, oh, like this is why. And I, this might sound wrong coming from me, but like this is why a lot of women like don't really fuck with sports, man. Like they don't want to raise their children to play sports, not just because of what happened with the locker room. It's just the way that they are treated. man. Like mm-hmm. that shit was it. I was like, yo, like, the excuses for me were like, wait, y'all waited? It's like, y'all didn't even have a good PR person. It was like, no, we, we, we did do that, but it won't happen again. There was none of that. There was no formal apology. It was like, what we'll do is now we'll order some equipment for you. Well, why, you had all that fucking space. Why say all F you? Exactly. And then, like, look at, look at the brand. Just, just look at the branding. Like, the men's tournament on the floor says March Madness. For the women, all they get is women's basketball. What? Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, you know, and I said this on I said this on Twitter. You have there are team there are women's team Baylor, who has mm-hmm. an absolute baller in Melissa Smith. She she can probably outplay half of the men that are playing right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have to yeah, ba- Baylor, Maryland, Yukon, Tennessee, uh 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 South Carolina, Stanford, mm-hmm. that will that can that can run the, the men their men's programs out of the fucking gym. Mm-hmm. Would would I be wrong, Q, to say this? That I, I personally feel in in my heart that the women are competing harder, and their their side of the tournament seems to be a little bit more entertaining than the men's outside of the like the theatrics of like the upsets. It feels like they're actually playing basketball when it mm-hmm. comes to the men. It's like no, like I get it, y'all are playing ball too, and y'all are hooping, but like the, the upsets, we'll get into those and everything. It just seems like what the fuck am I watching now? Because if like. How can I make this make sense? When it comes to looking at the brackets for the men, I'm like, yo, y'all picked y'all favorite teams when it came to that fucking bracket and those numbers. When I look at the women, the number one seed play like the number fucking one seed. The number 16 team play like the fucking number 16 team. Um, can't say the same thing about the fucking men. We're going to get there because, boy, uh, I'm going to have a field date that shit and my bracket. But um, my last little ditch effort of saying this, like, 
the NCAA, they can't fix this shit at this point. Now it's out there. It's known. And not only do we know it, but the women know it. And they've been knowing this. But now it's been put on a platform. It's like, oh, it's out there in social media. There's evidence of that. And the fact that y'all did nothing. <clears throat> which you, it's like it's like when remember that uh, the whole situation with Trump where, you know, he ordered catered McDonald's for everybody and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Like th- that's how that's how this shit feels to me. It's like, yo, like anything else. Like there was nothing else y'all could have done. Y'all gave them free weights from Target. Right. And Q, it looked like it looked like free weights from Target. Like, yeah, it looked like they just went on Amazon and okay, mm-hmm. get this, 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 and all right, mm-hmm. that's all the women eat. Yeah. I but you know what? That is that. I, I'm I'm gonna leave that there because I don't want to talk about it anymore. I, I want the women to get their just due when it comes to that. Because NCAA, even though we're about to talk about y'all now, and I get it, you know. <clears throat> That y'all are y'all, but we've already approached this before that we want to be doing this tournament. But I wanted to say, fuck y'all very much for what y'all did for the women's gyms and the women in general. Now, Q, um, before we get into the actual bracket, we have one more thing. Um, Nick Young, known for shooting a three, missing, and turning around acting as if he made it. Um, There was a viral video, Q, of Nick Young. Nick Young says, man, y'all not bringing in the big bucks. Y'all are the JV team, and it's cool. This is what Nick Young said in retaliation to the women actually speaking out about their gyms and how they were treated for the tournament. Nick Young said, and I quote, man, y'all not bringing in the big bucks. Y'all the JV team, and it's cool. Yeah. Nick Young. We know we, I know we already have an award named for him. But let's get him. Let's give him. Let's give him the 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 Bill O'Brien. You know you done fucked up right award. Yeah, he's actually, getting it. No, no. I was gonna get no. Nick Young is actually gonna get his own award. He's gonna be the first person to get an award for himself that is named after him. Nick Young, you are getting the never too soon award because it is never too soon to shut the fuck up. What the fuck? What? <laughs> what? Y'all are the JV squad, and it's cool. Nick Young, of all people. <laughs> what? You know what? Let, let, let's move on, Q. Because <laughs> I, I can't do this shit with him. Um, my God. What the fuck? Nick Young, of all people. If it was JaVale McGee, I'd be like, all right, cool. But Nick Young? I, I've officially heard it all. Um, but moving right along, Q, because here we are. We're here for the shits. Um, and the people here for the shits as well. But we have a voicemail, so before I get into it, go ahead and hit that button one. The circumstances of the universe. Okay. So, moving right along, Q. Um, when it comes to the brackets, um, right now there are five of us in the Young Black and Bother Sports That's Bracket Challenge. And, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to say shout out to the people who are in it. I want to shout out to Joshua. I want to shout out to Bruce. I want to shout out to Q, obviously. I want to shout out to Scott. I'm in there as well. Um, as of right now, 10.30 that we're recording on a Monday night, um, Josh, he has 34 points with a max of 146, and he has 28 correct. He is in first place. Second place is Bruce D with 33 points, 
a max of 93 with 26 correct. Now, when I say 26 correct, or when I say correct, that means that he has that many correct games. I don't know exactly how many total games there have been so far, Q, but he has 26. So right now, Josh has 28, Bruce has 26. I, Q, in third place, have 30 points, 38 max, and 26 correct. Um, Q, in fourth place, has 29 points with 113 max with a correct amount of games in 24. And last but not least, we have Scott Kingsbury with 26 points, 110 max, and 22 correct. Um, Again, ladies and gentlemen, this is for the YBEB Sports Desk Bracket Challenge, and the winner gets the pool of 50 bucks. Right now, if it were to end today, Josh would get his 50 bucks. So I want to shout out to Josh right now for actually being in first place by a large margin. Two games is a large margin, Q. That is honestly like life or death when it comes to these brackets. So he's two games up. Yeah. Um, Q is four game. Q is four games back. Uh, Bruce and I are two games back. But trust me, there's no way I can get to first place at this. Point. Um, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get there. Um, Q. Now, um, I will say. Do you want me to actually say the teams that we all pick now? That way we can just get those over with and then talk about these fucking bullshit ass games. Go ahead. Okay. So, Josh, he picked Houston. So, he has Houston. Uh, Bruce has, I want to say he has Illinois. Yeah, I think, yeah, he has Illinois. Um, We have me, I had Purdue. We'll talk about that later. And both Quentin, or Q, and Scott, they both have Gonzaga winning the national championship. Ladies and gentlemen, let me just explain to you. Um, (laughs) These brackets, (laughs) these brackets, holy shit. Um, oh my God. Actually, let me get, let me get the, uh, the final four out for, you know, everybody. Right. So Josh's final four are this Gonzaga. Um, who is Esteban? What was Esteban? Um, oh, St. Bon, uh, St. Bonaventure, right? No, St. Bonaventure. St. Bonaventure. Yeah. Bonaventure. Then he has, uh, Villanova and he has Houston with Houston winning after beating Gonzaga for the national championship. Um, Bruce, Bruce, he has in his final four, he has Gonzaga, Texas, Baylor, and Illinois. Um, he has Illinois winning it all after beating Gonzaga in the national championship. Um, myself, uh, Greg, I had, oh boy, I had Iowa, Texas, Purdue, and West Virginia. I had Iowa and Purdue going to the national championship with Purdue winning it all. Let me just say none of those four happened. Um, we'll get there later as well. Q, he has Ohio State, West Virginia, Gonzaga, and Michigan with Gonzaga beating Ohio State in the national championship. So that's Q's. Um, and finally, we have Scott. So Scott's final four is <clears throat> Texas Tech, Illinois, Gonzaga, and Alabama. He has Gonzaga beating Texas Tech to win the national championship. And right now I feel like he might end up coming back by a large margin to win this trophy of 50 bucks. Um, so Q go, go ahead and hit that button. Cause I'm, I'm about to go off like really soon. <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> oh my God. So on the real, let me know, keep it a buck, keep it a hundred. How many college games did you really watch throughout the year? Or are you only watching because it's March Madness? 
Both. Definitely both. <laughs> um, I watch a lot. <laughs> I watch a lot. I watch a lot of a lot of college a lot of a lot of college basketball games over the season. Um and I have watched uh between flipping, you know, back and forth. I've watched about 20, 20 games this tournament. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've watched more than I should have. Um I watched the games that didn't matter, Q on my bracket. And those are the ones that the teams want, which I actually hate. Um, but when it came to the season, I, I watched a few games. I'm not going to say I watched them all. I watched more Georgetown games than anything else. Uh, obviously because, you know, we're here. Um, we're here in Georgetown land, if you want to call it that. But boy, um, I went so contrarian in my bracket that my bracket right now literally looks like a gun range with all these X's. Holy <laughs> shit. Um, um, let me just say, I got, Four, five games right, Q, in the Midwest alone. I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven games right in the East so far. Um, the West, Q, I had most of them right. I will say I, the West is very predictable. And the South, um, boy, that, that shit didn't go well at all. Um, Q, what was your, what was your biggest upset <laughs> in this bracket, in, in this whole fucking thing so far? <clears throat> um, in terms of shock value, it was definitely Ohio State. Um, mm-hmm. The one that I knew was going to happen was Villanova. I thought it was going to happen in the first round. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. And also Virginia. I called that from the beginning. I knew I mean, just think about what Virginia went through. They didn't get in the, mm-hmm. they, they didn't get to Indianapolis until Friday night. Um, you know, they didn't have they didn't have time to practice. They didn't practice because mm-hmm. they were trying, you know. And that game ended exactly I mean, it, it, it was close, but the result was exactly what I thought it was gonna be. And that's them taking the next, and that's them taking the next fight back to Charlottesville. Yeah, um, I- I'm going to say my biggest upset cue had to be Oregon State. They beat Tennessee, which is like all right, whatever. But then Q. <laughs> they, they made the break for Oklahoma. Oh yeah, they beat Oklahoma State. But yeah, they beat Oklahoma State. Oregon. I just Oregon. Yeah, Oregon beat the brakes off of Iowa today. Yeah, and right now I'm watching the Maryland game, and Alabama's get is on the on the cusp of scoring a hundred points. Like the game, the first half was really good, and then mm-hmm. like the beginning of the second half, Alabama came out hit five straight threes, and that was the ball game. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, what I did not like about this bracket so far, Q. Um. I didn't give Rutgers a chance at all. Um, the fact that they beat Clemson, I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'll deal with it. It, it went under the radar because it was only four points, but they stayed really close with Houston, Q. They only lost mm-hmm. by three. Yeah. Which was very wild for me, which is like, all right, cool. Um, 
But in the other bracket, I want to say the East bracket, that was pretty predictable, um, Q. Um, I made the mistake of picking Georgetown because you told us to. You said Georgetown was going to beat Colorado. No, everyone, um, everyone, like everyone was saying that. Everyone was saying that. So mm -hmm. it wasn't just me. Like all the analysts were saying like Georgetown had the chance to be one of the Cinderella's of the tournament. And then they came, like Colorado just came out on fire. It just came out on fire. So yeah, Maryland season has come to an end. They lost final score. That game was 96 to 77. Wait, so they only scored seven points in the last three minutes. Cause when I looked, it was 70 was 86 to seven. It was like three minutes and 40 seconds left. Mm -hmm. Damn, they scored seven points in three minutes. Boy, boy, boy. So wait, that means that Bama's playing UCLA. That means what? So Bama, and they're actually playing UCLA right now, though, right? No, 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 no. They'll play UCLA on uh, uh, Saturday. Well, so, damn, I forgot they take so many days off because the next, the next game was 27th, right? Damn. Shit. Um this this whole thing is it just got me really fucked up, man. Right? The the East, whatever. Um huh, so right now we have what is what is this? The sweet sixteen Q? So mm -hmm. we got we got Michigan, Florida State, we got UCLA, Bama. This is in the East. Um in the West we have Gonzaga and Creighton, who, you know, I, I tried to explain to Q. That Creighton was good. That was the one team I got right out of the entire fucking thing. So I can't brag too much. But I'm, I'm going to get my punches in when I can. Um, we got Kansas and Oregon playing in the Sweet 16 as well. Um, who else do we have for the South? We have Q, Baylor and Nova. And we got Arkansas and Oral. Oral Roberts. Um, how the fuck did that happen? And in the Midwest, Q, we have Syracuse and Houston and Loyola, Chicago and Oregon State. Never have I ever thought that that shit was gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, we have a 14 seed. <laughs> we have a 14 seed in the Sweet 16, an 11 seed. Um, first of all, fuck Syracuse, fuck that two three, fuck Jim Beheim, fuck Buddy Beheim. Got <laughs> it. Yeah. Like every fucking year, every year they play shitty in the regular season, and then they just turn it up. When it when when the ACC tournament and and then NCAA's, they, it's like they always sneak in. They're like one of the last four teams to get in. Um, the last four teams to get in, and then they end up, and then somehow they end up in the goddamn Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, and I, I just I will not understand it. This is, running a, running a running an irritating ass two three, two three zone. Mm -hmm. But look. I gotta give Bay. I mean, I gotta give Bayheim his credit. Like he he's been doing. Yeah. He, he's been in Syracuse for almost forty years, and that that two three works. That two three mm -hmm. works. I mean, especially if you're playing a team that that can't shoot. If you're playing a, if you're playing a team that can't shoot. Mm -hmm. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck playing that two three zone. Cause they ain't gonna let you come in the middle. Not at all. You gotta, sh you, gotta so, sh you know, you gotta shoot your way out of it, and yeah. Well, and that's what West let's, Virginia couldn't do yesterday. 
Not at all. I, making my making my team look bad. But you know what? We're going to move from that because I, I want to get your predictions for this Sweet 16. Um, and anybody else who's listening, feel free to give us your prediction. Let's start in the Midwest. Let's start with Loyola, Chicago, and Oregon State. Who you have winning that one? Um, now, you, you can completely go off script and you don't have to pick off your bracket because at this point, brackets don't even matter. Fuck the brackets. Yeah, yeah that, my bracket is completely in rice now. <laughs> um, I'm going to go with Loyola. Okay. I'm going with Loyola. Um, I, I'm going to go with the upset. I'm going to say that Oregon State is going to win. If Illinois can get, if Illinois can go and get bounced, I'm going to say that fucking yeah, I'm gonna go with Oregon State. Oregon State. So that that's my pick. Now what about Syracuse and Houston, Q? Uh Houston. Houston has the shooters to shoot to shoot Syracuse out of that two three. I'm gonna go with Syracuse, Q. Uh, Syracuse is putting up 70 points a game so far in this tournament. And uh, Houston, outside of the opening round against Cleveland State, they didn't look too good against Russell, and they barely got past them. So I'm going to go with Syracuse. I'm going to go with Syracuse. So right now, my final four would look like – no, my Elite Eight would end up being uh, Oregon and Houston so far. But let's go to the South. So – the South Q. Um, at the top, you have Baylor playing Villanova. Who you got? Baylor. Same. I got Baylor same. And Arkansas versus Oral Roberts. Um, Arkansas. Same here. So we're pretty much saying it'll be Baylor and Arkansas. And then you had uh, Loyola. I had Oregon. And... Um, I had Syracuse, you had Houston. So we had a divide there. That's fine. Um, in the East, Q, Michigan versus FSU. Michigan. I'm going to go with Michigan as well. Um, and UCLA versus Bama. If Alabama plays the way they played tonight, Alabama. Mm-hmm. I want I want to agree with you, Q. I'm actually hmm, let me see. Actually, no. I'm gonna go with UCLA. I, I'm gonna rock with UCLA all the way. I put them in the bracket, so damn it, I'm going with UCLA. I have UCLA with the upset because originally I had um, Texas beating UCLA, but since they couldn't do it, that means Bama can't do it. So I got UCLA now. Finally, we have the West. So, Gonzaga versus Creighton. Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't see them losing to Creighton. But, Q, the way our brackets look, <laughs> the way our fucking brackets look, Q, it, it, it's not completely out of the question. Anything is possible. Anything is yeah, possible. Especially, and finally, especially, especially this tournament. I say, especially in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah, this shit's looking bad. And then finally, Q, we have Oregon and we have Kansas. 
Uh, you want to say it? Just go ahead. Go ahead and say it. Yeah, yeah. I, I got Kansas as well. Um, damn, I, I really don't want Kansas to go this far. I, I really don't. I don't either. But hey, I yeah. Um, do you think that Oregon was a fluke when they beat Iowa by fifteen, or do you think that that was just like the luck of the draw? I don't think it was a fluke. So do you, do you think they ha- do you think they're going to be able to keep up though? You, yeah. you think Kansas is going to be able to keep up with Oregon and the scoring? Because Oregon scoring was you know, ninety five points. Now, mind you, I feel like they kind of skated by because I don't think they were going to beat VCU if VCU would have you know actually been able to play. But no, I t- yeah, nah. I, I had I had I had I had um. I had VCU beating Oregon. Mm. Yeah, I, I just so, yeah. So yeah, it was very unfortunate that you know VCU had to had to uh, had to drop out because of COVID. Yeah. Now, with this all being said, Q, do you still want to say that you have Gonzaga winning uh, winning the entire tournament? Yep. Okay. You you have them um, now. I, since my team Purdue is out, um, my 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 team to win it um, now. I'm going to go with Arkansas. I'm I'm going to go with uh, with Arkansas. Reason why I just don't like Houston, and Houston don't know how to follow the rules. So I wouldn't be surprised if fucking somebody on Houston comes in contact with somebody, and the next thing you know, Houston's out. So don't be surprised, ladies and gentlemen. I, I feel like it's going to happen. You know, safety first, but some shit can happen. Um, outside of that cube, you know, outside of the, the NCAA tournament, we have to give away some awards. We, we'll give away some awards. Um, I don't – actually, no, let me, let me do the, NF, uh, the NBA news really quick. Um, apparently, Scottie Pippen's ex-wife, Larsa Pippen, she broke up with – uh, Malik Beasley after convincing him to leave his wife and his kids um, play stupid games win stupid prizes um, <laughs> that. Um, uh, Kyle Kuzma um, he blamed a non-existent earthquake for his airball free throws um, I would give him an award but I don't want to I, I, I really don't want to the reason why I don't want to is because of the next piece of news that wasn't on our docket queue um, mm-hmm. LeBron may be out for several weeks with a high ankle sprain. That shit yeah. looked gruesome. It did. It did. And you know what? What also makes me sad was that Lamelo's ball season ain't be over. Yeah. Cause what was it? his? Was a wrist injury, right? A fracture. Yep. A fr- oh yeah. So his, his season's over. Damn. And it was a shooting hand. He's right-handed. So, oh, yeah. He, ooh. He's going to get he, a second he's opinion. Done for now. He's going to get a second opinion, but it it, uh, it it definitely looks like his rookie season is over. Yeah. Damn. He, he, I still, just by proxy, what he did for that team this year, if he doesn't win unanimously for the rookie of the year, I'll be highly disappointed. Even um, injury and all. We I mean, right. I mean, it, um, but now we really have to because you know it's, it's unfortunate. But now 
you know, you, you really have to insert Anthony Edwards into the rookie of the year, into rookie of the year consideration. Like that man is trying, that man is trying to make, make posters out of everybody. He is, he is catching yeah. bodies. Yeah. Uh, hey, he's a close number two. I, I, I just, I, I, I like my guy, I like Melo. So I, I just, I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was sad seeing him go down yesterday. Yeah. Um. What What else do we have in the news when it comes to sports? Not much happened. Um. Uh. Kobe's wife Vanessa Bryant. She names the four L.A. You know, police department deputies who shared photos of the helicopter crash. Um. I think we talked about that a few months ago, but you know, now she's actually spoke out on it. So there's definitely that. That's really a bummer to be completely honest with you. Um. This this is not news, but um, they actually have a grand total. So the Oklahoma City Thunder queue have 19 first round picks and swaps and 16 second round picks over the next seven years. That's great. You yep. got to make them. You got to hit. Yeah, they they got to do something because that's a lot of fucking picks, man. Um, with that being said, we have, you know, my personal review, well, not reviews, my awards for the week are, number one, the Adam Gates Why Are You Heal, uh, Still Here Award goes to Oral Roberts because I'm still wondering why they indeed are still here. So that's that. <laughs> um, my my Bill O'Brien, you know you done fucked up right award, is going to Georgetown because I had so many high hopes, Q. And you, you convinced me that they were going to do the thing, and they didn't do the thing. So it was that. My Lord Shamik in the Streets hmm, Award goes to Purdue. Because, <laughs> what the fuck? What was that? <laughs> Some, somebody has to make that shit make sense. Because, boy. Um, the Gilbert Arenas Goon Award for goofballs of our nationality goes to West Virginia. Because, no, you can't rebound. Y'all trying to shoot y'all. How you trying to shoot yourself into losing? I've, I've never seen no shit like that before. But yes, um, absolutely, y'all are getting the goofball award, and um, Baylor is getting the Nick Young Never Too Soon award. Yes, because it's never too soon to lose and be upset by a team that wasn't supposed to be there in the first place. And I can see it happening. So don't be surprised, Q, if we see that fucking Baylor ends up getting eliminated and we're sitting there like this. This did not happen, not in real life. So. Just letting you know, that is definitely a thing. Um, do you have any awards before we get into this voicemail and get up out of here? Um, my Bill O'Brien, you know, you know, fucked up right away. So Ohio State. Mm. Because how the fuck did you lose to Oral Roberts? <laughs> how? 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 How is that even possible? How is that even possible? Um, the Adam Gates Why Are You Still Here Award uh, there's so many people that can get there's so many people and teams that can get this one but I am going to give it to Oral Roberts because why are you still here why are you still in the tournament yes I don't get why are you still mm-hmm. here um, that was my two those are my two yeah that, I mean the, the Goon yeah. Award the Goon Award is is being co shared is being co shared by Nick Young and the NCAA. Yes, yes. 
And yeah, that's my that yeah. Those are mine for the week. Okay, I, I, I like that. I like that. All right. So before we get out of here, I'm gonna let you go ahead and hit that voicemail, and then we're gonna be out. All right. All right. Let me ask you this, because I was talking with my homie about this. Because I'm a big basketball fan. I love basketball, but it just seems like my interest in college is fading away because of the whole one and done. And, you know, you really can't get that time to invest in your team. What about if they did it like this? They could say, hey, right from the jump, right from the rip, you could go to the NBA. If you want to go to the NBA, you can go to the NBA. But if you go to college, you got to stay. I would say I'm leaning to three years, but. We'll just say you got to stay for two years. Now, that will give us as college fans time to invest in a team to really, you know, see these players up and coming as opposed to you just know this dude's just on the campus for a few months and he just think about going straight to the NBA. Think about it last year, the number two pick played a couple games and he's like, you know what, I'm just going to get ready for the for the league. I feel like a lot of these players are going to start skipping college and just get ready for the league. Well, yep. Um James Wiseman was suspended because of, um, I think he took some booster money or whatever. And then, yeah, he just decided, all right, you know what? Screw this. I know, I know I'm going to be a top pick in the draft. I'm just going to go and get ready. Um, we know that the NBA by 2024, um, they're going to get rid of the, um, get rid of the one and done role. Um, or, you know, you have to be 19 to get drafted 19 or out of, you know, out of high school for a year. Um, that, that, that mm-hmm. you know, that was going away. Um, mm-hmm. I think didn't that we, didn't we touch on that? We touched on the whole thing like a week or two ago about the, it was, it's not the league, but it's that other like section of like college sports where they're paying a hundred thousand dollars for the high school kids too. So yeah, I think. I think the game will change. I think more more players will want to stay in college once once the cartel known as the NCAA gets rid, uh, you know, allows players to uh, make money off their name, image, and likeness. Um, mm-hmm. It wouldn't be so much of a, a rush. <clears throat> it wouldn't be so much of a rush to, you know, to get into the NBA. I mean, because now there's going to be more options. Now there's more options. You know, you can go into the G, you know, they can go into the G League, that league that's starting um, where they pay, you know, the one we talked about last week, um, mm-hmm. you know, going overseas. I mean, there's more options now um, because, you know, they're recognizing that, you know, kids want to get paid. I mean, yeah. you have these schools, you have these schools that are making millions and millions of dollars off the backs of their players. And they, and basically all they're saying is, Oh, we'll give you a scholarship. We'll give you free room and board. That's peanuts compared to the money that coaches are making, that the schools are making, that the conferences are making, and that the cartel known as the NCAA is making, especially Mm -hmm. with, you know, with the, on, in football with the college football playoff and the bowls and on the basketball side with the with the uh, with with March Madness. Mm. So, you know, there's there's much more options now. I think that 
like I said, when the, when it, the day when the NCAA allows player allows players to make money off the the, the NIL rights, I think it won't be so much of a rush for players trying to get into the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, because they'll be able to have some, you know, some money in their pocket. Uh, exactly. So that, that, that's my take on that. Yeah. <clears throat> nah, I'm, I'm going to just go with what you said, man. That, you said it eloquently. So that that's that. All right. So what we're going to do is we're going to save some of these stories for next week. Um, plus, you know, I think we have a couple, what, a couple games for the 27th. So we get a couple days off to just like reflect on the fact that our brackets ain't shit. Um, but um, if any more breaking news comes up, Q and I will probably do a quick talk for, you know, I say like five, 10 well, minutes. Well, right now, we just talk about this is breaking news because right now, USC is beating the brakes off of, off of Kansas. You know what? It, it is time to go. Um, you, have, <laughs> you have been listening to the YBB Sports Desk episode 27. I'm Greg. I'm joined by the guy himself. Who are you? Um, I, I was Dr. Pepper tonight, but oh yeah, forty-four twenty-eight to score the USC Kansas game. That should that should be fun. Wow! Oh wow! So you know, Q's going to head to the, the the distillery of liquor, and I am going to finish watching the rest of this movie that is called The Snyder Cut. So we will see y'all next week. See ya. Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. (laughs) 